Welcome to Two Guys Talking Youth Ministry Podcast, a podcast all about youth ministry culture, leadership, and strategy, led by two local youth pastors, along with other youth leaders from around the country. Now here's your hosts, Matt Willingham and John Kilowatt. What is up, everybody? We are here, two guys talking youth ministry. I am John Kilovas, and this is my man. Matt Willenham, I'm here. Here we go. Here we are, man. Two guys today. Episode number 19 man, is almost, here. We're almost there. We and almost it's hit the holiday 20. season. Da, 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 da. So, tell me, <laughs> just real quick, tell me so, what holiday song that is. Real I don't know, quick. man. I just I started... I heard it on the radio the other day, and I don't I don't know all the words. What station? So, like, was it country? Uh, 93.9. Like, is that, like, Christian rock? Wow, man. It's like classical holiday music. Classical holiday yeah, music. it's a Thanksgiving edition today of two guys talking youth ministry. Hey, before we get sidetracked, even though we already have with my singing. It's that kind of day. It's that kind of day. We want to welcome all of you. And, hey, want to say thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing, liking, uh, sharing all the episodes. We got a lot of good feedback from our last episode. We did. Called the Eight Never Evers. Yeah. That was a good episode. Never, episode ever, 18 ever. was good. So if you missed it, go. We forgot uh, one. I remember what? last week. Just what a little bonus. That? Never, ever, ever do a lock in. Oh, I yeah. I just thought that hey. was like the most spiritual Listen, one. Someone came at us since since our last podcast and said, hey, we should do a lock in. I was like, we'll never, ever, yeah. ever do a lock in. Like, You're ever. Right. So bonus feature from episode 18, number nine, never, yeah. ever do lock-ins. It's a freebie for yeah, you. Yeah, there you go. Bonus. Take it to the bank. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so thank you for the feedback. Today we've got something special. Before we go there, though, how do they get in touch with us? Because I know some people are like, well, I want to ask you a question, or I'd like to hear a podcast done about this topic. Where do they get in touch with us, PJ? You can email us at john at essentialcoaching.us or matt at essentialcoaching.us. That's how you do it. Follow us on mm-hmm. Facebook. It's mm-hmm. Essential Coaching. You can see all of our cool pictures that we take. Yeah, how many are on there now? Like three? Yeah, I Three think pictures. so. I They're think so. Cool though. I think so. Um, but yeah, so today we got an episode. We thought this would be a cool episode to do since it's Thanksgiving. Yes. Holiday season. And we started thinking about what yeah. are we thankful for. I remember it was like last week we were sitting there and we were having a heart to heart. And yeah. it was you said you I said to you, I, I said to you, Matt, what what are you truly, truly thankful for? And, and my bottom lip began to quiver. It did, and I saw the like the inside of your eyes start to well up yes. with tears. And, and I, you said this right I here. Said, you said, I am this. thankful for amazing leaders ah, that's exactly. that help make our student ministry great. Yeah, it was more drawn out because there was a lot of sobbing in it, but that's exactly what you said. Yeah, I know. I remember somehow some sappy music came in the background it's as well. It's crazy. Spotify is cool like yeah. that. It just knows when you're getting emotional. But today we do have a special treat for you. Mm-hmm. Live in studio with us is, he's a legend himself, even yes. though he says he's not. So uh, we he, he today, always tells me he always tells me he is a legend. Oh, he he's the one, he always that. has to remind me that he's oh, a legend. Okay, well that's good. <laughs> today we have a special episode because we have with us in studio one of our own, uh, our very own volunteer leaders here in our stu- student ministry. I'm gonna let you go ahead, introduce yourself, tell everybody your name, uh, and just uh, maybe let's start up. Let's just let's just give them. Three cool facts about yourself. I know I'm just throwing throwing you right under the bus. And so just tell them your name and just three cool things maybe they need to know about you. Wow. Three cool things? Three. Uh, I don't know if there's that many, but (laughs) uh, my name is James Bush, or as everybody else knows me, is Jamie. Let's see. Three cool things. Uh, I guess, one, I love doing youth ministry. Uh, It's pretty awesome. Uh, Good time to... uh, 
had by all. Uh, let's see, what else can I say about uh You know what? I won't hold this against you, Jamie. Uh This is cool. And I know I have a youth pastor friend of mine who will appreciate this. You're a Duke fan, unfortunately. Uh, of course. You love Duke basketball. Yes. Which is not one of the cool things no, about not, him. No, I mean, I, he, not he can of. say it is, but, but I mean, he is a Duke fan, and even though he's a Duke fan, somehow we have a good friendship. So um, I'll get you converted to the right shade of blue. Oh, man, come I on. I will, I promise. Come on. Uh, I promise. And I would, you know, another cool thing about you is let's just jump right into it today, kind of where we're going with our, uh, with our podcast. How long have you been a youth leader um, total in youth ministry volunteer youth leader uh let's see i started i think when i was 22 and i'm uh, gonna be 45 in a couple months so uh, what's that 22 23 years almost wow 23 years as a volunteer youth leader that's amazing correct that's amazing now the so today this is what we're talking about today we thought it'd be cool pj on this holiday season podcast as we're kicking off the holiday season is to have jamie Who's a youth leader? Now, listen, our whole team, I know some of our other youth leaders are like, well, why didn't you have us? Well, it's simple. Well, I know that none of them listen, so we can really brag (laughs) on Jamie. Exactly. Jamie's my favorite. A couple of them do listen, man. But seriously, Jamie's the coolest. That's why we've got him here. Yeah, that is true. But on the road, Jamie, you just heard, he's been a volunteer youth leader for 20 Three, is that what you said? 23 22, years. 22, 23 22, years. 23 years total. Now, here at Heartland in our ministry context, I started in January of 2005 as a full-time youth pastor. And, Jamie, when did you start as a youth leader? Uh, February 2005. So one month after I started, yeah. Jamie knew, hey, this young guy doesn't know what yeah, he's doing. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's crazy. It only took Jamie 30 days to know that we desperately needed his we help. Need to go, we need to go help this guy out. And so Jamie's been with us for uh, for a long time. He's seen some lots of ups and downs. He's been through some different seasons. We're going to talk about that today. But I figured today would be a cool podcast opportunity for us to sit down with another youth leader, volunteer, that many of you can relate with as you listen to this. Some of you are volunteer ministry leaders yourself as you run your youth ministry. Some of you are full-time youth pastors, and you have youth leaders that, that listen um, that listen as well, and you share this. And I figured this would maybe, PJ, maybe this would be a cool insight for some people coming from Jamie, um, who's been involved in youth ministry now for yeah. 20-something years on the volunteer level, knows what it's like to serve underneath. Um, and I know one of the, you know a couple, uh, one of the youth pastors he served under was an, an incredible youth pastor himself, um, Rob Hazlitt, who was mm-hmm. in the Indiana State as well. And so, so I know Jamie's got some experience. We thought this would be a cool episode to have you in Jamie and sit down and maybe we could just get the conversation you know going Jamie you've been doing this now for 23 years uh total you know almost 23 years Mm -hmm. you've been doing this you know since 2005 of February um almost 13 years I know I know in your head you're trying to do the math (laughs) no man I knew I knew the math I was just I just didn't want to I didn't know how to say the 13 years everybody knows 13 years So so what are some things, Jamie, that you've done yourself? Maybe just kind of let's talk about the personal, you know, level, because this is a youth ministry podcast. I know immediately people always want to go to the practical things and how do you be a good youth leader, all that good stuff we might talk about. What's some things you've done to keep yourself going this long as a as a youth leader just in general? Well, uh, to be honest with you, uh, I feel like God had called me to be in the youth ministry. Uh, and then uh, some poor decisions on my part as I was growing up uh, kind of, I think, 
I don't know, maybe in my mind, squashed those, uh, those, uh, that calling a little bit, I guess. And, uh, and when I rededicated my life to, to God when I was 21, uh, and I started hanging out with Pastor Rob Hazlitt, and he opened the door for me to come in and kind of help him out. And uh, I just, I fell in love with it again, you know, being a youth leader. And uh, it, it's just a part of my DNA, I guess. Uh, it's something that I love to do. I love hanging out with kids. I love seeing them their lives getting changed uh, for God. Uh, and it's just so awesome to see kids down the road, you know, that have grown up now, uh, have their own families and seeing them doing God's ministry. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Now, I know, Jamie, being, being a volunteer youth leader for that long, uh, you know, some, you know, maybe some people are listening and they're youth pastors and they've got training, they've got this stuff. And I know probably within, you know, 23 years, there's been times as a leader that maybe your uh, head leader wasn't training you. I know even looking back in, in my times and you and I are close friends, there's even been conversations that we've had and times that I knew I wasn't doing a good job, quote, training and equipping and maybe pouring into you, you know, as a leader, maybe, you know, there was other moments like that in your, in your own life. But so what's some things that maybe you've done over the last 23 years uh, to quote, you know, I know it sounds so cliche, feed yourself, keep the, keep the energy, the love, the passion, you know, for, for student ministry, uh, and even the love and passion for Christ himself when maybe that head leader, because I know some youth leaders are sitting out there, I'm like, well, man, if my youth pastor was like this certain youth pastor, if my youth leader was like, you know, this certain youth leader, I could be a better youth leader. And I know there's times in your life that there's been those moments where like, man, you know, somebody could maybe be doing better leading you. What was some times that, what some things that you did personally that kept you going, kept your, kept your, your passion going during those moments of law, maybe? All right. Uh, well, you know, I've done some, uh, gone to different seminars, uh, you know, look for opportunities just to grow and learn from, from others around us. Uh, um, <clears throat> you know, you've, you've set me up to go to Jenny Mayo, Mayo conferences, which have been a real blessing. Uh, but even before that, just, you know, my personal prayer time, uh, daily devotion, and then just being faithful to the church, you know, going on Sundays and making sure that I'm getting fed. Cause you know, like, like we've said, if, if you're the pitcher and you're always pouring out and nobody's ever filling you back up you, eventually you're going to run dry and not have anything. So, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, there isn't that one special thing that fills me up every day because, like I said, I feel like this is my calling. I feel like I should be doing youth ministry. Uh, so for me to, yeah, there's been those times where I'm like, man, I don't want to do this anymore, but it's my calling. It's what I feel like God wants me to do. Yeah. So it's kind of my, my heart is there to do it, Yeah. even when I don't feel like it sometimes. Yeah, and those times that you had, you know, you just said, like, man, there's been times, you know, because we all have those times. Youth pastors have those times where I don't feel like, man, I don't want to show up this Wednesday night or this Thursday night, Sunday night, whatever it is. What What is it that maybe kept you kind of just pushed on a little bit? Uh, to be honest with you, uh, you know, when, when I get those times, I find out, I find most of the time it's because uh, of my own pride. Uh, I, I'm feeling bad about myself or I feel bad about the situation that I'm in. And uh, something usually, I'm easily humbled when it comes to, to seeing God's uh, design in nature. And, and, and sometimes it's just me walking out the, the garage door at night and looking up and seeing the stars. And it just, we got this great big God that we can serve and we can ha handle, that 
he can handle everything that we have, and, and, and I'm so small compared to what he his powers can do. So my problems tend to tend to go away, and it kind of rejuvenates me into doing what what he called me to do. Yeah, I love that. I love that. PJ, you got you got yeah. something you want to throw at him? Well, I think it's cool because I really do. I really do see that in Jamie, and I see that in a, you know, like the type of leader that that Jamie represents is he's the type of leader that legitimately feels called to be with students. I mean, Jamie was never the type of leader that we had to convince to come in and be task oriented. And then do this and do this, and maybe you'll fall in love. Like, Jamie has a heart for students. Like, God yeah. God called him for it. And sometimes, you know, um, Jamie, you said and you know that you've been called for it, which means that you've got, you've got your own flavor. You've been under different youth pastors at this point. So I guess my question is, being under different youth pastors and different seasons, have you ever come to moments, I guess, where you and your leader, like, you haven't seen eye to eye on stuff? And now I don't... Like I guess I'm not meaning like like you completely disagreed with the vision that the youth ministry is going because I mean I it's it's not like but like what if there's like tasks or maybe big, you know maybe some moderately big stuff like have you ever ran into those moments where you didn't see eye to eye and then if you did like what did you guys you and your leader like what did you guys do to to like come back and right, and start right. working together to go you know with the cause and stuff. Uh, yeah, there have been those, those times. Um, and, uh, a lot of times, you know, it's just a matter of sitting down with, with the leader and Mm -hmm. maybe having him or her explain what their vision is. Yeah. Maybe I didn't understand what they were saying to me or, or I just, I wasn't comfortable with the way it was going. And maybe, maybe I wasn't misinterpreting something, some actions or something. Uh, so yeah, just sitting down and saying, Hey, you know, I don't understand where you're going. Uh, and then if it if it's still it's something that's you know not biblical or, or not going the way God wa- sh- would want us to go, then you know maybe trying to find some biblical yeah uh, background for it, and then just again having that conversation one on one. Yeah, and I think that I think that's cool, and and like basically it's like you don't expect you don't expect the pastor to read your mind, you know, right, like right. that you've got something gone something going on, like and like probably likewise you don't. He, you don't expect him to like. You're not reading his mind, so right, like those, right. those conversations are, are good. No, that's cool. So I imagine like you and, you and uh, you and Pastor Rob Hazlitt probably had to sit down a lot with those types <laughs> of meetings and everything. No, no, I'm just joking. No, that's cool. Like, I think I think that that's awesome because those moments do happen, and and I think that that's important to, to be able to sit down and have those meetings. Did, yes, you, yeah. did you find those moments? Were those easy? Were those easy conversations to have? You think not to start? No, yeah, yeah. no. They're, they're never easy to start because you know you're afraid that there's going to be comp- confrontation or, mm-hmm. or you know, what are you an idiot or, or something yeah. like that. But uh, I've always found that that either I've misinterpreted something or it opens up the leader's eye to say, well, yeah, maybe I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, right. And and things can be changed and altered and and kept where it should be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you and did you always find as as tough as those conversations were going to be to have? Hey, we need to sit down and have this talk. But after the fact, it was always you always moved on with some clarity and some yeah, definitely, and some, and some even more unity. Almost. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we would grow closer because now we know we're on the same page. Yeah, we're right. not guessing what each other's right. thinking. So, what yeah. do you what do you think sometimes, Jamie? 
just to camp out on that for a minute because I think you're giving some good insight for leaders and for youth pastors who have leaders underneath them. What do you think? What do you think sometimes keeps those conversations from from happening, or what stops us from maybe going back and saying, you know what? Hey, I just I'm not really seeing this, and can you just help me out? You know, here for a second. What from a leader standpoint, and maybe <coughs> even just talk even even from a youth pastor standpoint, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe from from. Uh, a youth leader's standpoint, uh, there's just a, a fear factor. Maybe, maybe you don't want to confront the leader. You don't want to make them think that you're going against them or or, or fighting them in any way. Um, but again, if if you're not on the same page as they are, you're fighting them anyway. So whether you mean to or not, yeah, that's really if, good. If you're not going in the same direction, you guys are pulling against each other. Wow, so, that's really good. So it's insight. real important to make sure you're getting clarity. And then as as a as a youth pastor, maybe, you know, being the leader, maybe your presentation on to your leaders is maybe if you, if you come out and say, hey, this is what we're going to do yeah. and not say, hey, this is my vision of what I'd like to, you know, and then brainstorm with the group. Make sure the group has an opportunity to, to add on to your vision or yeah. to grow your vision. Um, I think that's a that's a key because if, you know, if you, you always came in our meetings and said, hey, this is what we're going to do to for the next four weeks and we didn't put any input into it you know eventually we're going to get kind of fed up with it and it's not going to be ours yeah where you let us brainstorm and then your idea gets to be even bigger and, yeah and it really impacts students so, so yeah. from a youth pastor standpoint like you said is even giving your team the ability to to have ownership right. in the dreams right. have ownership in the goals yeah. the vision you know those kind of things that's one thing i love about jamie is i do you know again he's been with me a month out of the gate, you know, he's been he's been with me the whole time. And there's been times where you've come to me, Jamie, and you said, Matt, well, here's a question I have. And then by your question, it lets me know, well, shoot, I didn't do a good job communicating, yeah. you know, if, th if this is the thought. And, and then it was kind of an eye-opener for me, like, man, I need to re-communicate, you know, what I had. Because yeah. from your question, again, knowing your heart, it's not coming out of a – I think you're wrong or, or divisive right, sin, right. but like, hey, help me understand. Then it even as me, as a leader, you know, I have to have my guard down because I trust you, but then it helps me say like, oh man, I need to, right. need to re-communicate that because right, that came right. across way, you know, way wrong. That's yeah. a good insight, Jamie. I love what you said about being on the same page, uh, you know, too. And, and one thing I love about you, Jamie, again, you've been with us, uh, you've been, you know, youth ministry since you were, what would you say, 22? 22 or 22, 23, 23 right? And you've been with us forever. We've had the privilege, and I know you've done it, we've had the privilege to watch you walking through different seasons of ministry as a youth volunteer. Right. I know right. some people out there, like, man, I'd love to be yeah. a youth leader, but I got kids. I'd love to be a youth leader. I'm not married. Yeah. Uh, I'm just getting my career going. Um, my kids are in the youth ministry, but mm -hmm. I can't. And since Jamie's been a youth leader here, uh, let's see, you've served, you know, with your wife as a couple yeah. while your kids were small. You've served with your wife as a couple while your kids was in the youth ministry. Correct, yeah. You've had to serve <coughs> and yet, quote, not serve because your job schedule wouldn't you allow you to be right, involved right. on the service right. night, but yet you were still involved. His on, wife's job schedule shifted yeah. and, and he was still here. He was still here and, and, and she, she couldn't no yep. longer be here. Your kids are out of the house. Now you're an empty nester. Yeah. Uh, one of your kids served on a leadership team with, like, yeah. So we could go on and on. Like <laughs> so many the, different dynamics. All the different yeah. seasons and, yeah. and all the things we've kind of walked you through. Maybe just for a minute, and I know we just listed like 18 different seasons yeah. there. 
unpack that, Jamie, as you went through going back all the way from 22, 23, the different seasons. I'm married. I'm with my kids. My kids are in the youth ministry. Right, what, right. what helped you stay grounded, like, to keep focus on the main thing as you're going through all of this change? Well, for me, um, being committed to think something is a, a curse and a blessing, I guess. Uh, I, I, I tend to be a pretty loyal guy um, to to a fault, I guess. But uh, to go back to it, it's just that I wanted to be, early on, I wanted to be the best youth leader that I could be. Um, you know, the Bible says to do everything unto God, and that's, that's what I'm trying to do, trying to please him and what, what my actions are. So uh, I whatever I do when it comes to youth work, I'm trying to do it so that it pleases him. So that's where I stay, keep my focus. Uh, some of the best times that that I've had doing youth ministry was with my wife. It was so much, it's so much easier to have that partner there. Where when you go home, you got somebody you can talk to about what's going on and and uh, you know dream and, and vision together. Um, it's a little bit tougher now with with her not being a part of it, but uh, you know it's still it's still awesome to be a part and and be focused on the kids and help them to to grow and to know God. Uh, again, for me, it's just a, a matter of being focused on what the, the goal is. The goal is to build the kingdom of God. And yeah. I feel like where my reach is best served is in the youth. Yeah. Uh, and if I can pour into their lives, they, they pour into my life more than I pour into them usually. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I get to get to see kids come up. And, you know, it's really I, – I tell, tell a lot of kids this, when, you know, when I turn 36 – and the kids that were great, we were graduating out of class, out of youth, were born the year that I graduated high school. I really felt old at that point, and it has slowly gotten worse since then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and it's, you know, it, it, I, I don't know that I always relate with all the younger students as they're coming in, but over the course of the four years, I get to know them. I get to know their yeah. personalities. I get to know how, how they are. And... You know, it's like they're my own kids at the end of the, you know, I'm, I'm graduating my kids out again every yeah, four yeah. years. So, yeah, um, and that just, I don't know, that keeps me going. It's nice that I'm not having to be responsible for those kids, yeah. but I get to, get to see <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Get them once a week, send them yeah. back home. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and to hear you talk, Jamie, I know people are listening. Again, been a youth leader since 22, 23 years old, been with us, you know, one month out of the gate. I mean, youth ministry must just absolutely come natural for you, right? You're the guy. I mean, and when I say that, because I know people are probably listening, they're probably like, man, I bet Jamie walks in the room, all the teenagers flock to him. He's high-fiving everybody. He's probably the most outgoing outgoing guy in the room, the personality, rock star on the stage, like – No, that's that's not me. Right, Jamie? No, that's not me at all. that's not you. That's not me at all. Uh, If if nobody knew I was there – and I got to put my uh, two cents in. That's the kind of guy I'm. A behind-the-scenes yeah. guy. Yeah. I want, I want, I want everything to look good for, you know, the kids when they come in. I want them to to be able to experience God, and you know, you know, I run sound for you most most Wednesday nights. You know, in my opinion, the sound guy should never, nobody should know he's ever there because that means everything went right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, yeah. I go out and I, I hang out with kids from from all the different small groups, but especially my small group, uh, you know, before and after service. But, 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to be the, the the guy. That's your job, not my job. Yeah, <laughs> and and I know that about you. I wanted you to say that because I know people are listening, and youth pastors are listening. They're like, man, if man, if I had a Jamie like John and Matt, like he's probably up on the stage doing everything. I want people to understand that one of the best leaders we have, and again, all of our leaders are amazing. And I know they're probably going to be listening, and now they're all going to hate us, John. Yeah. Because they're like, well, why didn't they? Or they're going to hate me. One or of the two. One of the, yeah, one of the two. <laughs> well, Jamie paid us the most. <laughs> yeah. That's what it came down to. But I want them to understand that, like, if you walk into, unless we introduce them to you, if you walk into our youth room, you would probably never see and know who Jamie Bush was. Yeah. As a youth leader. Yeah. Now the teenagers do. Yeah. Right. That you that you know, and you're, like you said, you're a small group. And but I want I want people. I guess I just wanted to take a pause and get that that you're not the outgoing. Give me the microphone. I go. Matter of fact, I know the few times we've given the microphone, he looks at us like, "Oh, why do I? I, do. I don't <laughs> want the microphone." Um, but and he does well at, with it as well when we give it to him. PJ, ask. You know, we talked about the relationship, like yeah. from a youth pa- youth leader to a youth pastor. I know you wanted to ask him a question as far as that goes as well about about what that would look like. What's maybe one or two things he would say? Well, yeah, like Jamie, if you if you want to say, you know, two things to a youth pastor like just i guess like through your your years in ministry some of the you know experiences you had the moments that you have even relating <clears throat> relating to your ups and downs and and the se- like we said like your seasons like you've done youth ministry as a parent with your students or with your kids as students right, you've done youth right. ministry as a, a parent with kids coming from kids ministry up into student ministry, and then from student ministry out into the real world. I mean, you've seen it from the parent point of view, from the volunteer point of view, from the small group leader point. What are, like, two things that you would like to share or give some insight to youth pastors? Just two things that maybe you would like to put into that. Uh, well, this is your time now to blast us. To yeah, blast you guys. Like, no, well, what, well, what, honest, where do we fail? To be honest with you, it's, it's something that I think you guys are really good at, for one. Um and and that is that your Wednesday night or whatever night you guys meet uh, isn't your only night that you reach out to your students. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys go out to their schools. You you, you see them at lunch. Uh, you take that opportunity to go to the games with them or or spend time with them outside of out of outside of the church. Uh, and I think you've said it. I think you've used coins. It puts coins in your in their pocket that you you mean something to them later on and when you say something on wednesday it means something to them because yeah. you're you're more than just the guy they see on wednesday night you're you're the friend you're their you're their youth pastor you know that, that spends some time with them uh so that one i would say that uh something that i think we struggle with that i'd like to do more is maybe uh as a leadership team get away uh and and grow closer together um I know it gets harder as the groups get bigger. You know, we used to do that a, a lot as as smaller groups, um, but it just I think it really helps the team um, bond better and group the group grows and it helps you all to be on the same page when you're leading yeah. the students. Yeah, so. that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and then maybe maybe to jump on on topic with that as we're, as you're kind of speaking to the youth pastors who are listening today too, even coming from a youth pastor, uh, youth leader relationship, what would you ta- say to the men and women who are leading, that they're the head leader? And almost kind of like, man, if if your youth leaders could tell you this one thing, 
maybe they would say something like this. Maybe it's something that would help them develop their teams better. You know, you talked about that too, you know, hanging out a little bit more, spending some relationships. What is it that they can maybe do to encourage their leaders a little bit more? Um, what, what would you maybe say to the, those youth pastors and those head leaders as they're listening today? Um, I think you got to, with some uh, balance, I guess, you got to let your leaders know how important they are um, you know, sp spending time with them, even if it's you know taking one uh, one couple or one leader out a week and just you know hanging out with them a little bit, just letting them know that that you're they're important to what you're doing. Um, that way, you can also you know re uh, invigorate your focus, your vision in their in yeah. their life. Yeah, that's good. Um, because we talked about it a couple weeks ago. You know. The, the vision kind of gets lost if you don't keep bringing it up. Yeah, that's good. Um, so it's a good thing to, to go out and remind people that, hey, this is our vision. This is what we're trying to do. Uh, and that way everybody stays focused and going in the same direction. Yeah, that's good. I love yeah. it. I love it. Well, what would you say, Jamie, to those leaders who are listening, those volunteer youth leaders who maybe they're under a youth pastor, they're under a head leader, they're listening um, and what, what would you say, again, and maybe now think of the audience, maybe you're talking to the rest of our volunteer youth leadership team, those, those kind of people who are listening today. Um, what would you say to those leaders, those volunteers who are underneath the youth pastors, underneath the leaders, that, that you would challenge them, you would encourage them in some way as they continue to serve, maybe they're starting to serve, maybe they're thinking about serving, being under a youth pastor, being under a youth leader, maybe what's one or two nuggets of information you would give to the volunteer youth leaders who are listening out there. Now, you've been doing it for 20-something years. Yeah. I know you got some wisdom. What would you say to uh, them? To, for me, it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, you need to be there, and when you're there, be there. Uh, for one, That's good. Don't, don't come to church thinking about work and, and you know, letting your bad day at work influence how you're talking to the students time out because uh, that's really good so what l let me just make this practical real quick and hopefully i don't r ruin your train of thought you said when you're there you be there you i know you come in right after work what do, what do you do you know maybe you swing home you shower get to get a bite to eat what do you do to maybe get your mind right because we all do have yeah. you know sucky days yeah. at work yeah. we all have yeah you know those days we're like oh i don't even want to be at youth group tonight so so what, what's maybe a practical thing that you do to kind of engage and get ready uh I, I learned a long time ago, uh, and it, maybe it's just something that I, I learned how to do for me. To, it's like a switch, but uh, I don't take home to work, and I don't bring work home. Uh, the, the, when I get in the car to come home, work's done for the day. I don't I don't think about what what happened. I don't th that's I can worry about that tomorrow. So for me, it's just a switch. I just flip it on and off. I get in the truck. I start listening to worship music. Uh, uh, my mindset changes. Yeah. Um, I know that's not easy for for everybody. Uh, it just is for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just I try to forget about work when I'm not there. Yeah. And I try to think about what I'm what I put put what I'm doing first, and then make that my focus. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love it. All right. So you said when you're there, be there. When you're there in the moment, be there in the moment. What else? And then go ahead. And, and then take every opportunity that you have to hang out with the students that you can, if. If your church opens the doors half hour early, be there half hour early mm -hmm. and wait for them to come in. When they come in, just say, hey, sit down and talk to them. You don't have to, you don't have to get their life story, but just show some interest in yeah. them. 
uh, you know, and you said you'd be that guy that comes through and get the high five. It, sometimes that high five means the means the world to some of these kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you guys have outings and that, go there, do them. You know, make make the youth ministry a priority in your life. I mean, you got your you got your job, you got your family, but if you're going to do youth ministry, make it a priority. You know, don't. Oh well, the, there's a movie out, or I can go to youth ministry. Let go to youth ministry. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't go to don't go to the movie. If if your small group's going to hang out, and you know you got a uh, some TV shows on that yeah. you want to watch Survivor, right. go to the hangout, <laughs> record right, right. the Survivor. You know, make make it an important thing to you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I know I miss services because you know I got baseball games or or something like that. Yeah. But but I try to. Personally, I try to schedule my life around what goes on here at, at C, uh, the house. Yeah, I still call it C seven. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm old school. I'm yeah. old school like yeah. that. But but you know, I I schedule my vacations around it, or I save vacation so that I can go to do fine arts or yeah. or something like that. Because that time that I get to spend with the students away from the church. It, like again, I'm, I'm putting coins in the pocket so that I yeah. can I can feed into their lives down the road when when it, the time comes. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That, so good. And that's and that's the thing is what I hear from Jamie is I guess that's what we I guess we know Jamie who he is. But when when you hear that, it's not a, just a ministry. It's not just uh, for for Jamie and and quite honestly for a lot of youth leaders. And I think there's a lot of youth pastors listening right now, and they've realized who their Jamies are. You know, yeah. oh absolutely. Um, it's it, you can tell it's not about filling out a connect card and saying I don't do anything on Wednesday night or I don't do anything on Friday night. Let me check it out. Yeah, this is this is finding people that legitimately feel called to to reach a generation. Mm-hmm. And and when you have that, you hear. You hear the fact that I understand that there's a vision in this youth ministry. I want to get on board this vision, and I want to make sure that students are getting reached. And I think that if you can grab a hold of a volunteer or a team member like that and encourage them, equip them, train them, and let them simply own it, I think that that right there is going to transform your student ministry. I'll tell you right now, I was was alongside you and Jamie when— like when at 13, 14 years ago, when when this all started, I'm gonna tell you, it would have been impossible without Jamie yeah. and his wife George. It yeah. would have been impossible yeah. without their hearts. Yeah, and we didn't have a lot of like what was it? It was literally it was Jamie, Jamie, and George, George, Me. his wife George, and you, yeah. myself, and my wife. That's it. And I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> so. I'm gonna tell you right now, but without without Jamie and his wife George, and yeah. it, it, w- it would not have happened, and not because, like you said, not because he could do offering and do announcements and do all that, but because he had the heart, yeah. the heart to make sure God was able to move. So. And you say a couple things. You said a couple <laughs> things, PJ, as we start to maybe wrap up today. The reason we have Jamie's and Jamie, you hop in on this too at, at any moment right. too, because I know there's a lot of things, and PJ and I talk about this a lot on our podcast that we don't necessarily do anything. Uh, there's a lot of things. I mean, I hope we would do some things right, but we don't necessarily do all all things right. And there's some definitely some things we got to get better at. Yeah. But some some of the youth pastors and head youth leaders, I know you're listening. You're like, man, if I had a Jamie, oh man, I'd kill it. Like we, had, our youth ministry would be so much better. But and, and there's a lot of natural gifts and talents. But the reason Jamie has stuck with us for so long, John, you alluded to it. And the reason we even have some of the amazing leaders, other leaders that we have on our team, is 
is because what you said, PJ, because we train them, we give them some tools in the route, right. but ultimately we give them opportunities to go and serve. Like, for example, maybe maybe this ain't even – I know we're just going total sidetrack here. Have you ever – like, have you ever been really frustrated while you've served here when it comes to youth ministry? And if you have, that's totally fine. And if you was really frustrated, what was the most frustrating part in that moment that you felt? Um, I, I, I've had some frustration, but it's usually not towards you. It's usually towards – our leadership group not being on the same page. Yeah. Um, we've had a few times where there's been blow-ups, you know, people just not agreeing on the same page, you know, on the same things. Uh, I've explained to you I'm not a touchy-feely guy. Yeah. I, I don't do real well with the whole, oh, I, this student's feeling sad about such and such. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're here to serve God. Yeah. Let God take care of that. Yeah. If, if they focus on God, that sad feeling's going to go away. Yeah. Um uh, so I don't, I don't do real well with, uh, oh, well, let's, let's worry about what people are going through. I, I yeah. don't want to worry about what, what God's got for us. Yeah. Uh, so I, I get frustrated sometimes when I see things going the, the wrong direction or, or more that direction than the way I'd like to see it. But, it, you know, it boils down to you and I sometimes will talk or I'll talk with some of the other leaders. Yeah. And we just all get refocused, re yeah. Yeah. back on the right page. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if you just let it uh, – I don't know, it's a smolder underneath the yeah, service. Right. It's going to just blow up eventually, right. and yeah. that's not good for anybody. Right, right. You know, it's going to cause divisions within the within the uh, youth group. It's going to mm -hmm. cause divisions within the, the mm -hmm. leadership, and, and that doesn't do anybody any good. Right. And the reason I asked that question, I had a feeling I knew what, was gonna ja what Jamie was going to say. The frustrations that you've experienced, we, we all experience because it's normal ministry stuff. Yeah personal conflicts, yeah. you know, those things that happen, relationships. Man, let's get on the same page. The reason I ask you that question, Jamie, is the reason he's been here so long, and even his wife being so uh, being utilized in our ministry, and even other leaders, his frustration, he never said, PJ, I felt like my hands were tied and I right. couldn't do ministry here. Right. right, right. It's because we've always given the opportunity for leaders. And, again, I know there's a lot of things that we could do better pj but we always saw the value as a youth pastor and, and mm -hmm. um and as the head leader of saying you know this person has value this is where their value is this is where the strengths are let them go do it right i don't need to micromanage them right i don't need to constantly pull them back in mm -hmm. i don't need to check well, why they're talking to this student or why why does that student like him more than they like me listen jamie's here jamie's our youth leader yeah. he's an extension of who we are yeah. and he's found value right you know, in that, and I think PJ, what, what and while well, I was alluding back to what you said earlier, sometimes youth pastors, we don't, we just want to say we don't have our Jamies on our team, right. because sometimes, uh, honestly, a Jamie can be intimidating if right. we don't know how to utilize them right. and use them in the right way, and because if we don't utilize utilize them and use them in the mm -hmm. right way, the Jamies get frustrated and they don't and stay they, on our team very yep, long. That's true. So absolutely. So listen, I don't know about you. I'm thankful for Jamies oh, on our team. Oh, big time. Uh, I'm actually going to share it on Thursday. What? I, during Thanksgiving. Oh, that's what you're going to share on your Thanksgiving? Uh, thank you, yeah. <laughs> you're thankful for Jamie? Well, I usually do, uh, but right, now right, I have extra ahead. meaning to do it. Do it up. <laughs> and so, and so that, that's what we wanted. We wanted to hang out with Jamie today. We wanted to hang out with him, talk about him, let you just yeah. hear some of his story that, that maybe you heard some stuff that he said, like, man, I could be better, you know, with my youth leader in this aspect. Maybe you have a youth leader that you're like, hey, why don't you listen to this guy who, like, yeah. who like has been in the game for a while as a volunteer 
youth mm-hmm. leader like that's just that's his role in yep. ministry yeah and uh so listen this holiday season we're thankful we're thankful we're thankful for the jamies yeah. that's right we're thankful, thankful for, the jamies. for our teams and, w- and when we say jamies we mean our other leaders that's as right because well, i know everybody else is like well why didn't you say my name <laughs> on our yeah. on our podcast we're thankful for the jamies right. on our podcast i've yeah. enjoyed hanging out with jamie it's been awesome it's, it's been, been the, it's been a blast been, been so fun. it has been definitely thanks for popping in here Jamie, uh, no and hanging out with us, rushing here after work, battling the traffic, um, putting up with uh, with all of Matt's text messages. When you get in here, why you <laughs> running late? Like, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. So hey, listen, but, if they want to get in contact with us, yeah, DJ. hey, hit us up, John at EssentialCoaching.us, uh, Matt at EssentialCoaching.us. We're on. We're on Facebook, so hit us up on Facebook. And listen, you got questions, uh, especially regarding this podcast. You know, I, we don't necessarily want to throw out Jamie's personal information. He's he is a wealth of knowledge, and he's he's a great person to connect with. If you are a student leader, yeah. if you're a leader right now over student ministry, and you're like, listen, I want to figure out a little bit more into something that Jamie talked about, or I'm going through a season he went through. Yeah. Hit us up and we'll make sure we make connections you know with no, you. No, we can give his email out because that, that's a good idea. Jamie, if they wanna if they wanna ask you a question, what's an email that they can they can get in touch with you about? Uh yeah. I can use my uh J G Bush B U S H at Frontier dot com. Boom. There you go. JG Bush hit at Frontier.com. Hit Jamie up. I'm telling you, you got some questions. He'll be able to he'll be able to chat you through. You want to really know what we're like, email Jamie. <laughs> yeah, he'll give you the dirt. Especially, especially dirt. on a Thursday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially on a Thursday. He will he will throw it out there. So hey, episode 19. It's in the books. We've had a blast hanging out with Jamie. Yeah. We're glad you listen. Hey, make sure you yeah. like it, share yeah. it, uh, invite some people to check it out. We should have a party for our 20th. Uh, Matt, pizza party. Pizza party for what? For our, 20th our 20th episode? episode. We'll have a pizza party on our 20th episode coming up. It'll be in two weeks. Thanks for listening.